Welcome to the Merkle Treehouse, the podcast that takes you on a journey into the exciting and ever-evolving world of Bitcoin. I'm your host, Audrey Merkel. We've been delighted with the tremendous response thus far and are pleased to announce our first sponsorship deal. But first, I'd like to address the elephant in the room. As most of you are aware, our house comedian, Sammy Nash, generated a firestorm of controversy last Wednesday. It's important to note that the opinions of our contributors do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Merkle Treehouse or our producers. We appreciate Sammy's comedic genius, but in light of his inadvisable remarks, the Treehouse had no option but to place him on a short administrative leave. But don't worry, he will return in due time. As one of the conditions of his return, I will now play for you this pre-recorded statement. Hello, folks. This is Sammy Nash. It has come to my attention that some of the remarks during my routine last Wednesday were insensitive and dangerous. I would like to make a heartfelt apology to you and clear a few things up. After being confronted by a heckler, I strayed from my prepared set and began speaking from the hip. This was a grave error in judgment. I do apologize unreservedly for spreading any perceived misinformation or disinformation. The pharmaceutical industry and medical science have done great things for humanity in regards to disease control and eradication, like syphilis. That was a good one to cure. I'm sure the fine members of the pharmaceutical industry have all of our best interests at heart. Trusting in monolithic institutions and corporations is good for society. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you again very soon. I love you all. Now, with the unpleasantness out of the way, let's start the Merkle Treehouse podcast, episode three, brought to you by Pfizer. This week, Silvergate Bank raised concerns of its viability when it discontinued its Silvergate Exchange Network. When asked to comment, Bitcoiners collectively responded, Silver who? Award-winning journalist Morton Anger is on location with a report that echoes the sentiment, Bitcoin is not crypto. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Morton Anger reporting to you from La Jolla, California, seaside and accompanied by the local population of sea lions. Tonight, we bring you a story about a once-promising bank that found itself in a precarious position. Silvergate Bank, once a pioneer in the crypto banking business, lost more than $8 billion in deposits from its crypto customers in the final months of 2022. The bank's own data shows the rapid acceleration of its novel crypto banking business and how leaning into digital assets made it vulnerable to the larger schemes of finance charlatans executing traditional techniques. As many of you may know, Bitcoin maximalists are known for their strict adherence to Bitcoin and their reluctance to engage in business with institutions that deal in other digital assets. For this reason, Silvergate was largely ignored by Bitcoin maximalists. They simply had no interest in dealing with a company that wasn't exclusively focused on Bitcoin. In fact, many Bitcoiners see any institution that deals in crypto with a jaundiced eye and view it as a giant red flag. This largely inoculates the Bitcoiner from the machinations of corrupt and fallible humans. Silvergate's troubles are a reminder that relying on traditional finance techniques and over-leveraging assets can lead to serious consequences. It serves as a cautionary tale for institutions that choose to stray from Bitcoin's principles of decentralization, transparency, and security. The bottom line is that relying on traditional finance techniques led to the downfall of Silvergate, Perhaps the bank should have stayed away from all digital assets except for Bitcoin. It's a lesson that other institutions in the industry should take to heart. This is Morton Anger signing off. Thank you, Mort. While this may negatively affect the price of Bitcoin in the short term, 
Bitcoiners are hodlers. They aren't interested in spending the value they have earned. They are interested in storing it and protecting it from inflation. Too many people believe that money is only for spending, but a good money has more than just one use case. Bitcoiners are buyers at these levels. Now, an important sermon from the Treehouse's spiritual advisor, Reverend Smith. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today I want to talk to you about something that has been on my heart for some time now, the rise of Sincoins in our fallen world. You may be wondering what Sincoins are and why they are relevant to our discussion today. Well, let me explain. As we know, in Jesus' time, the temple was a sacred place of worship, but it had been overrun by money changers who were conducting their business and exploiting the people who came to pray. In the same way, we see the proliferation of sin coins today, which are not only harming people financially, but also promoting a culture of greed and dishonesty. Sin coins are essentially digital currencies that lack the same level of security, transparency, and stability that Bitcoin provides. These sin coins operate without the same degree of decentralization, and their value is often based on speculation rather than underlying fundamentals. As a result, they are subject to extreme volatility, fraud, and security breaches, leading to significant losses for unsuspecting investors. As Christians, we must remember that our God is a God of fairness and justice, and He desires us to be good stewards of the resources He has given us. In Deuteronomy 25, 13, 16, we read, You must not have in your bag two kinds of weights, one heavy and one light. You must not have in your house two kinds of measures, one large and one small. You must have accurate and honest weights and measures, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does these things, anyone who deals dishonestly. God commands us to be honest in our dealings with one another and to use fair weights and measures. In the same way, we must also use fair and honest forms of currency that reflect these same principles. Sincoins are not rooted in these values, and therefore they have no place in our lives as Christians. We must turn away from sin coins and instead focus on the true source of wealth and abundance, God. Bitcoin is a tool that can help us achieve financial sovereignty and freedom, but it is only a tool. Our true wealth and abundance comes from our faith in God and our commitment to living a righteous life. We must therefore look to Bitcoin as a solution as it is based on sound principles of supply and demand and it operates in a transparent and secure way. Bitcoin is a currency that promotes fairness and equality, as it is not controlled by any one person or institution, but rather it is governed by a decentralized network of users. This ensures that Bitcoin remains a safe and reliable form of currency, which upholds the same principles that God desires us to follow. In conclusion, my dear brothers and sisters, let us always remember that God is a God of fairness and justice, and He desires us to use fair and honest weights and measures. Let us avoid sin coins and instead embrace Bitcoin, a currency that promotes these same principles and allows us to live a life that is authentic and pleasing to God. May the Lord bless you and keep you always. Amen. Amen, Reverend. Sitting in for Sammy and a very talented comedian in her own right, direct from the Giggle Drome in Newton, Massachusetts, Sarah Nichols. Hey there, folks. You know, I've been hearing a lot about these new cryptocurrencies popping up all over the place. Have you heard of them? 
Dogecoin, Shiba Inu coin, even a coin called Cum Rocket. Yeah, you heard that right. Apparently, it's a coin for the adult entertainment industry. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think I want to invest in a coin that sounds like it was named by a teenage boy. But you know what's not a scam? Bitcoin. That's right, folks. It's the real deal. I mean, sure, it's volatile and can be confusing, but at least it's backed by something tangible. It's like gold, but digital. With Bitcoin, you get rock solid, throbbing, hard money. <laughs> With Cum Rocket, all you get is a sticky mess and a limp <laughs> All flaccid and squishy. Yuck. Am I right, ladies? I can't help but feel sorry for Silvergate Bank. They lost $8 billion in crypto deposits. That's like investing in a scam coin and waking up to find out it's worth less than a bag of potato chips. <laughs> and now, big names like Coinbase and Paxos are distancing themselves from Silvergate. It's like they're breaking up with the bank on social media. <laughs> it's not you, it's us. We just can't see a future together anymore. <laughs> I guess the lesson here is to stick with the OG cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. It may have its ups and downs, but at least it's not a scam coin. You know, I was reading an article the other day about how Bitcoin is being used for all sorts of illicit activities, like buying drugs and hiring hitmen. And I was like, wow, Bitcoin really is the currency of the future. It's like a combination of Breaking Bad and The Matrix. So let's stick with the real deal, folks. Let's stick with Bitcoin. Thanks for being an awesome audience, and good night. Funny stuff, Sarah. And now over to Eli's corner with a message to you about the dominance of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the best. It's way better than all the doo-doo coins. You know how when you trade your toy with your friend for their candy, you want to make sure they don't trick you and give you a bad candy? That's what buying Bitcoin is like. You want to make sure you get the real thing and not a trick. But buying duty coins is like trading your toy for a candy that looks the same, but when you eat it, it tastes like yucky vegetables instead of yummy candy. It's like they're pretending to be candy, but really they're not. Bitcoin is special because it's like the king of candy. It's the biggest and strongest one, and everyone knows it's real candy. So it's better to have the king of candy than lots of other fake candies that might trick you. My dad told me that Bitcoin cost too much so he bought gazillions of doo-doo coins and then he got rugged, so now I can't go to private school anymore. Anyway, you can think of it like a big tree with lots of branches. Bitcoin is like the trunk of the tree, the strong middle that holds everything up. Doo-doo coins are like the branches, they may look pretty and have different colors or shapes, but they're not as strong as the trunk. They might break off in a storm or not grow as big and tall. So it's better to stick with the strong trunk and keep your money safe. Okay, bye. Thank you, Eli. And that'll wrap this one up, folks. We'll see you on Wednesday. Special thanks to Horace Morris and the Merkle Treehouse Band. Play us out of here, guys. Follow us, like us, share us. Remember, only you can prevent shitcoinery. coinery.